Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Wake Up for Friday, November 20th, 2020. Here's what's happening in Hollywood, the media biz, and social platforms. With well wishes going out to Richard Schiff, who was uh, released from the hospital yesterday after being treated for COVID-19. Plus, of course, it's Friday, so uh, time for a look at the new things to watch this weekend in the FSS feed. And also time for a toast with a non-alcoholic beer from my friends at Athletic Brewing. Over in the trailer house, we have two. First up, Lionsgate gave us an extremely uh, thud-heavy trailer, like da-da-da-da, like, you know, that noise. Uh, By the way, I am available for voice effects work in addition to podcasting. Uh, Anyway, the movie is called Chaos Walking, a young adult sci-fi movie starring Tom Holland and Daisy Ridley. That's from director Doug Liman. As for the story, Ridley's spaceship crashes onto a planet where there are only dudes, and where they can also apparently read each other's thoughts, such as if the person who smelled it did in fact dealt it. However, they can't read her thoughts, story of my life, and uh, well, things go from there. And the Paramount Network gave us a trailer for a series that uh, is now going to stream on CBS All Access instead. It's a show called Coyote starring Michael Chiklis as a former longtime Border Patrol agent who was then forced into helping a cartel move people, and I'm guessing other assorted items, across the Mexican border. That six-episode series hits CBS All Access on January 7th and officially leaves Yellowstone as the only scripted series left on the Paramount Network. Now over to Hollywood. Sony's Screen Gems has moved the release of their Paul W.S. Anderson sci-fi action movie, Monster Hunter, up one week to Christmas Day in movie theaters. That one stars Mila Jovovich, of course. So we now have two new releases on Christmas this year. Now we'll just wait and see which theaters are still open on Christmas. Also, Deadline reports that Universal has also struck the now standard 17-day theatrical release window deal with the largest movie theater chain in Canada, which would be Cineplex, and that new clause of a 31-day window for any movie opening above $50 million is uh, in there as well. Director Sean Levy is the next big name to sign a big deal at Netflix. The director and producer behind the Night at the Museum series and many other large projects signed a five-year deal with the world's largest streaming service, according to Deadline, valued in the nine-figure range. So uh, let me see, that's, uh, oh, over $100 million. His 21 Laps production company will have a first-look deal for movies and an exclusive deal in TV. 21 Laps is already a producer on Stranger Things, and uh, Sean is currently prepping to direct the upcoming Ryan Reynolds film, The Adam Project, for the streaming service as well. Angelina Jolie has signed on to direct her next movie called Unreasonable Behavior. It's a biopic of British war photographer Don McCullen, who is best known for his photojournalism in the Vietnam War. It'll be produced by Working Title and Tom Hardy's production company. And Apple TV Plus has signed on for the movie about the guy behind Tetris called uh, Tetris the Movie. Well, that must have taken a minute. Taron Edgerton is going to play Hank Rogers, a Dutch video game designer who first secured the rights to distribute the game, according to Deadline. The film follows the uh, kerfluffle, is that a Dutch word? That arose in the 1980s as to who held the copyright to the game, and it's going to start shooting next month. And while we're at Apple TV, they've also added Glenn Close to the cast of their movie Swan Song, joining Mahershala Ali, Naomi Harris, and Aquafina in the genre-bending relationship drama. Over in the TV set... 
Adam Conover, the guy behind True TV's Adam Ruins Everything, is teaming up with the Obama's production company for a sketch comedy show at Netflix with the title of The G Word with Adam Conover. It's uh, loosely based on a Michael Lewis book called The Fifth Word, and the goal is to go inside the machine of government to uh, show how it really works uh, through sketch comedy. Because nothing says sketch comedy like government workers. But I gotta say, if there's not a parody of the uh, I'm just a bill on Capitol Hill thing, I'll be very disappointed. HBO Max ordered a four-episode limited series from Ava DuVernay and Robert Pitino called DMZ, a futuristic drama set amongst a second civil war. A divided country, that would never happen. Rosario Dawson and Benjamin Bratt play the lead roles. Pitino will write all four episodes and DuVernay directed the pilot. And Fox has ordered yet another mystery talent-based game show. Ah, uh, network TV, never change. This one's called Game of Talents and will be hosted by Wayne Brady. As for the gist, contestants must guess a performer's hidden talents based solely on first impressions and a few clues. But if no one's wearing a huge furry cosplay head, I'm not interested. And the Broken Record Award goes to me for having to say this phrase again. Another top-level executive is leaving the Warner Media empire. This time, it's longtime SVP of worldwide corporate communications, Paul McGuire. He managed a lot of the crisis communications for the company, so uh, good timing in the media business to part ways with his skill set. He's now going to set up his own firm called uh, Last Resort PR. Good for you, Paul. Can't say I've ever met him, but I can see why he was very well liked in the media community. He worked in the Warner Empire for the past 19 years. So if you're a Hollywood executive who uh, gets into a bind in 2021, just call Paul. Which I'm guessing is a line he would probably advise me uh, not to say. But all the more reason to hire him. Next up, over to the media biz and social platforms. Where Verizon has sold the Huffington Post, Digiday dives into some issues facing the free streaming service business, and of course, a look at your weekend entertainment options, plus today's pop quiz. What was my high score on Tetris in my freshman year of high school? Ah, just kidding. But let's keep it random. How many copies of Tetris did Nintendo sell for its Game Boy in the 90s? 15 million, 25 million, or 35 million? The answer, after a Friday toast with a non-alcoholic beer from Athletic Brewing. And the folks at Athletic dropped a new beer this week called uh, Aftershift IPA, which is actually a collaboration with chef Chris Constantino. And the beer has uh, lemon verbena and bay leaves, which give it kind of a nice fresh floral touch. Great for a November afternoon. Athletic also has their Run Wild IPA and Upside Dawn Golden Ale, of course. And those beers only have 70 and 50 calories, respectively. Not bad when you consider that many alcoholic IPAs have a double that amount. Plus, Athletic ships to all 50 states. Just go to athleticbrewing.com shop and you get free shipping when you order just two six-packs, which typically puts it under 30 bucks. That's athleticbrewing.com shop and that link to order is right in the episode notes. My fridge is full of them, so uh, check it out today. Now the answer to today's pop quiz... Nintendo sold 35 million copies of Tetris for Game Boy during its 90s heyday that you uh, haven't touched since. Now over to the media biz and social platforms. Verizon Media has sold the Huffington Post, or uh, HuffPo as the kids say, to BuzzFeed. Although sale may not be the term I would use here. BuzzFeed seems to be giving Verizon a minority stake in their company in exchange for HuffPo, and it sounds like there's going to be a pretty tight content partnership between Verizon and BuzzFeed, as well as a deal to syndicate content across both of their properties. But either way, BuzzFeed now owns the HuffPo pink slip, 
And Verizon finally gets to remove the money-losing operation from its books. BuzzFeed's CEO Jonah Peretti was also, of course, a co-founder of Huffington Post back in the day. AOL bought HuffPo back in 2011 for $315 million, then Verizon bought AOL, and eventually declared all of their media brands worthless. In 2018, when they wrote off about $4.6 billion from their balance sheet, as Deadline points out. And Digiday did a dive into free ad-supported television. Those are companies like Tubi, owned by Fox, which has the largest audience each month, followed by Viacom's Pluto and Comcast's Zumo. And the streaming channel aspect of Peacock can be counted in there as well. These companies go under the nickname Fast for free ad-supported streaming television, or AVOD for ad-supported video on demand. And we heard a lot about growth in the monthly user numbers for these services in the media company earnings calls a few weeks ago. These services are mainly a bundle of live streaming channels you can watch for free, so Digiday did a dive into their business models, as they are primarily advertiser-supported, and it sounds like the advertising community is uh, not that crazy about the information they get as to who is seeing their ads. Lacking data on audience size, number of impressions, and key demo information, much less being served data in a timely manner overall. Basically lacking the kind of information they get plenty of from other players in the digital space, like YouTube, Facebook, and such. So it's an interesting read about a buzzworthy, but uh, still kind of mysterious part of the business. So putting a link to that in the episode notes for those inclined. And now here's the FSS feed, a look at the new entertainment options to enjoy in the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday ahead. At the movie theaters, uh, well, nothing. But you can watch a movie that was supposed to be in movie theaters on Hulu. The former Lionsgate movie, Run, starring Sarah Paulson, who plays a mom who uh, may not be taking the best care of her handicapped daughter. Over on Amazon Prime, they have the first movie from director Steve McQueen's five-part movie anthology project, Small Axe. It's inspired by true stories set in the UK's West Indian community from the 1960s to the 1980s. The first film, called Mangrove, goes up today, and the rest will roll out, I'm guessing weekly, through December 20th. Over on the TV, tomorrow night, HBO has the adaptation of the ta Coates book Between the World and Me at 8pm with a stellar cast including Mahershala Ali, Angela Bassett, and Oprah, among others. And on Sunday, a new 60 Minutes, of course. Showtime has a John Belushi documentary called uh, Belushi at 9pm from director RJ Cutler. And Netflix continues to add things on Sundays. This time, it's Dolly Parton's Christmas on the Square holiday special. You can also catch the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving special on PBS at 7.30 on Sunday night. And ABC has the American Music Awards hosted by Taraji P. Henson at 8 p.m. Featuring performances by The Weeknd, Dan and Shay, BB Rexa, and Dua Lipa. And as we all know, I'll take any excuse I can get for some uh, more Dua Lipa in my life. So let's round out the week with a little levitating. And as it's Friday, my one ask of you, dear listener, is to uh, mention the podcast with a coworker, or just uh, somebody you do business with, or just share it out on the company's Slack or Teams. I mean, it's time to give your bachelor theories a rest, Jason. But seriously, any word of mouth is very much appreciated, and certainly integral to keeping the podcast going, so uh, many, many thanks from your dear host and producer here. I'm Sean McNulty, by the way. Enjoy your weekend, everybody. I'll see you on Monday. We're really